0: I just realized I can record in my garage, you know? I can be as loud as I want, maybe, I think, but also like there's garage noises, but there's like no other noises, like bugs and everything, like in the car, and like it's, it won't get as hot, so uh, yay, it went for everybody. Hey, Sam is in your case, welcome back to whatever, whatever this is, okay. So background see with you today. Background music for today is going to be Hurt Me by Evan Lee, that's a sad name But you guys it's so fucking good like y'all need to hear it like You know zone me out for a bit and try focusing on the background music and y'all will see like why I picked it It's so good the beats and everything like so fucking good So today what we are doing is we are going to do a shallow dive into the ENTP because I just stumbled upon this topic. I don't know. I don't know just came to online. I was doing some research on ENTP personality types because I'm an ENTP so I was like curious and yeah so basically I'll be reading off some like questions of Quora and reading a few answers people have returned, written and yeah we will see what people have to say or what ENTPs have to say about themselves exposing themselves so question one what breaks an ENTP's heart I'm reading off I will read like a few answers, I don't know, maybe three, five, two, maybe it depends, okay. So the first person, should I say who that is, Uh, Nenkayo, the first user, Nenkayo, said S. ENTPs have a hard time letting people in, but when we do, it's easy to hurt us, Mm -hmm. exposing ourselves already, okay. Things that'll probably punch an ENTP's heart in the gut, okay, y'all know what's annoying, my dad, he put emotions into sensor light in our garage so that we don't have to turn the light switch on every time. I don't know why, He's just, I don't know. But, you know, like, I leave, I'm sitting still for 10 seconds, the light turns off. I move my muscle even a little bit, the light turns on. And it's just like so fucking inconvenient, you know, 1st all, problems. <laughs> also like we do, I do have like the big light on, that's like by the switch, but I don't know, it just kind of bothers them. I don't know, whatever, okay. So here we have a list of things that will probably punch an ENTP's heart in the gut. Okay, number one. When we feel like you don't, when we feel like you don't value anything that we say, when we value you. Mm. <laughs> I, like, all I can say is so true, but I cannot think of any instance or example for this one. <laughs> so weird. Okay. Second, being wrongly, being wronged intentionally by a person you love and trusted. <sighs> okay, wrong is extremely sub- subjective in this case, and anything like we think you did to betray our trust, like on purpose we take it wrongly like maybe you weren't standing up for us and you were quiet when we needed you to stand up for us we'll take it wrongly you accuse us for not being there for you even though we've been there for you we'll take it wrongly and as a betrayal let's move on okay number three when we get rejected by someone after showing our real selves I cannot speak on this because I have not shown my real self to other than you know social chameleons Um, honestly I don't know it's like such a great area because because I don't know what they mean like I don't know what people mean when they say real selves I just feel like um, there's a time and place for topics and usually ENTPs are usually themselves doesn't matter the scenario the situation I don't think ENTPs like you know are philosophical at every given point and deep talk at every given point in like in a group setting on anything but like in a group setting we are pretty like you know cordial or candid and that's why we get along with people easily again okay. number four sharing or telling us our insecurities after sharing it to you privately when we already know that we can be that we can be not good enough mm, i don't understand okay huh <sighs> so i think basically ENTPs have this insecurity of being like not good enough and then you know we tell you that and then we use it against us like you're not good enough or whatever like that would hurt the ENTP okay number five using our love for using our love for you as a friend par, as a friend partner or family to manipulate us you know guys so there is this YouTube video called why I hate ENTPs. by let me look up the YouTube YouTuber because I saw it this morning and I don't remember who that used that YouTuber is because I don't watch the videos often you know so This was the very first video I, I ever watched of theirs and the YouTuber is Holy shit I just had it out but YouTube had to refresh for some reason oh my god Turns out I watch a hell a lot of videos in a day. Wow, okay, give me one second. Kelly Nix, N-I-X-C, why I hate ENTPs. It's like a roast video, so don't take it seriously. It's all in good fun, and she's also an ENFP, so y'all know like she's more messed up in us. And literally her intro was like, hey, crackheads, and I was like, okay, sis, we're best friends now. I like you, okay. (laughs) Now let's move on to the rest of the list, okay. The number six point for the thing was, knowing that there are horrible things happening and can't do anything about it because it will always exist by nature which is true because the true form of nature is chaos chaos can be either good or bad and order is like you know forcing everything to be in order is going against nature itself so that's why we are chaotic by nature because that's what nature wants excuses yes okay let me finish the rest of the, what she said again. I can come up with, I can't come up with more. But you guys are free to add in the comments. P.S. When they give you a piece of themselves, take or, take care of it because it's hard for us to give that just to to just anyone. So true. take care of me, you guys. I'm a delicate little per, uh, delicate little porcelain porcelain part. Fuck, what was it? Porcelain doll. Yes. For real though, dolls are kinda creepy. Not Barbie dolls, but like you know those other Raggedy and all like... I don't know, dolls are just kinda creepy, you know that they're alive you know that they're alive there are like souls trapped in them but they cannot move and you just know one day when they will move they're going to be super creepy about it and okay i like the movie chucky i don't remember i like the character chucky i find it like entertaining to watch i don't remember watching the movies because i only saw like snippets of like bits and pieces not even snippet bits and pieces of like one of them like the early ones back in like 2010 or so and then i saw like. Chucky's Bride where it was like Chucky and Jennifer Chilly in a mental hospital and like getting out or something But yeah, it was fucking fun. Like, oh my god I, It was a fun. I really like Chucky and um Yeah, my whole point was like You know if dolls do come alive and try to kill you like how do they have the muscle pressure to actually Plunge a knife into you, you know, I don't know okay so somebody else that uh triangle or it's a vietnamese name i assume so i don't know how to say it properly it's like l e and like there's a little you know arrow on e so she commented or they commented a to a that means ask to answer i don't know what that means though thanks for the question quite a good one actually so what breaks an entp's heart the lack of commitment from his or her pack to go extra miles, I think. Okay, for ENTPs, mediocrity is crime. If by going extra mile there would be no mediocrity, then ENTP would go extra mile every day in each and every single expo- each and every single piece of work that they do. But as human beings, ENTP's hearts hard to get tired and even broken if they face the realization that they're the only, they're the one and only and the no mediocrity is allowed, oh my god, that's so sad, so true though, <laughs> just even worse, nobody recognizes that. nobody recognizes their efforts, and the rest of the pack, even gangs up to isolate. even gangs, the rest of the pack, even gangs up to isolate. holy shit, the lights scared me, <laughs> the rest of the pack, even gangs up to isolate, Him or her, because they feel tired from being asked to go extra miles, and instead of appreciating to have an ENTP in the pack, they think ENTP is a source of all unnecessary suffering. That to me, as an ENTP, is an agony. Oh my god, this is so true. Like the pack always wants to complain, but the pack doesn't realize that as ENTPs are the leader by default. Nobody assigned us. It's just like automatically nobody's going to say something and we have an idea so we just end up saying it. And then everybody just follows. And that's how we become leaders. I don't know, I don't know how that happened though. Blame the others, I don't know. Like, mm, not on me, on you guys, okay. Also, there's this another YouTuber, she's an ENTP YouTuber too, ENTP YouTuber too. Her, her like channel is called Melissa Talks, she is really fun to watch and you guys should like go watch her because like, I don't know, her content is like deep dive into ENTP and the other MBTI types and I am just shallow dive, so you know, surface level, I don't know, I I don't know how to swim so I won't go deep diving. <laughs> that was a bad joke, but whatever. It made me smile. Okay. Somebody else said Zaya. Okay. So a username Zaya who is an ENTP 4W3. We're like basically the same person. I'm a 5W4. She's a 4W3. Although like ENTPs are uniquely uniquely their own people. Okay. To answer this, I need to recall some of the most painful things people have done and said to me they were actually not that noticeably noticeable actually okay (laughs) what do we entp say actually a lot that's the thing though like i always say actually i don't know even at that time even at that times i didn't realize the sharp icy sting was my own heartbreaking okay as my own heartbreaking yeah okay but i will always realize it eventually and i know and i now and i know now why can be confusing. I guess it could be an I now or why. Okay, whatever. To me personally as an ENTP with a still-developing EF, or ex- FE, Sorry, ex- extroverted feeling. I want to say all three of them at once, so it, it just blurted out, okay. <sighs> I have found that what breaks my heart is when people closest to me don't acknowledge my efforts. Holy fuck, what the fuck is that noise? You'll hear it, I'm sorry. We have like two fridges in the house. I don't know. Like one is for meat because my dad and I eat meat. One is for vegetables and frozen stuff because my mom's and my mom's mom and like my mom, my mom's mom and my mom's dad, they don't eat meat, so they have their own fridge for vegetarian shit. And yeah, somehow we have so much money even though we don't have money. I don't know. Weird things. Okay. Back to the story. So, to me as an ENTP with a self-developing extroverted feeling, I have found that what breaks my heart is when people closest to me don't acknowledge my efforts of sharing and showing my love. If I should call my emotions towards them as such, okay. You see, it is so hard for me to grasp the to grasp. The concept of it, so I just kind of give it to them with anything I can do. Wait, what are we talking about again? That was the point. Yeah. I think the feelings part okay, ranging from just listening to their problems and offering them advice, doing research about relevant theories to put into practice, playing the devil's advocate, playing the devil's advocate to free them from social conflict. ENTP much. <laughs> ENTP much She even observing to even ab- abandoning responsibilities and needs in order to visit them and bring them nice food and goods just to make sure they're okay again. Right after they tell me via chat that they're not okay. <sighs> I don't think I would abandon responsibilities like a job and stuff and I don't think they mean job. Okay I think it's like personal responsibilities like you know doing laundry. Or going to sleep, cooking for yourself, we would abandon those things and we would like be in cater of our friends. Speaking of cater of friends, I made my friend break up with her boyfriend, hopefully now ex yesterday. And I am kinda excited but kinda scared for what's to come. Like cause he was freaking you guys, so let me spill some tea on her. Okay, so I don't know what it is about her. But she only attracts creepy guys I don't know why this boyfriend she tried to break up with him so many times he threatened to kill himself and I was like you know girl like okay just say you're breaking up with him if he cuts himself just be it just call 911 and be like hey I broke up with this guy and he cut himself and if he's helping I'm at this address blah 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 and I'll be leaving he's in your care now bye and she cannot do that because apparently that same scenario happened so she broke up with him he cut himself and she was going to call 911 but he took her phone and she wasn't gonna do what i said and be like oh like yo matter yo i'm a bad bitch come get this little asshole dying on the floor she was concerned for him actually so like hello my friend just cut himself she is a good person actually like she's an isfp and a good person I cannot relate to that. I'm like, you wanna cut yourself? Go ahead. You think I killed you? You wanna say I killed you, I destroyed your life? No, that's on you. (laughs) Also, this guy, like, oh my God. Okay, so he wants to be an architecture, right? But my friend, like, she also is like an architecture. They went to the same college and that's how they met same classes and stuff and whatnot so basically my friend graduated like a semester or a year before him and my friend was working from home at a time so he was like hey can you do my homework i have this job to do you're just sitting at home working from home so you have time to do my homework and my assignments and my tests and attend my classes for me right so please just do it and then every time like my friend got a bad grade for him he would blame her like bro you're fucking shit you deal with it and my friend she is a pushover i will be honest hopefully she is not listening because i don't think she's into listening to my podcast but she is a pushover and if you are listening yes you are a pushover i don't know whatever it, what it is about isfps i don't know but they're just nice people i guess overall and they tend to be somewhat pushies or like squishies not pushies like swishies and then i don't know people just take advantage of that and run with it my other friend also isfp oh my god turns out her boyfriend has been doing drugs for like two years now and oh my god she has so much mess to deal with now (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Back to the story. So we were at... Right after they tell me why I chat they're not okay. Like, you know, I bring them things, food and nice things. So after they tell me that I'm okay. Next paragraph. I'm telling you, I wasn't born that way. It takes years of learning and practice, and it was not easy at all. Sometimes I still find myself struggling to make people around me understand how much I actually care about them, to give them bits of my heart that often I don't even think as real quotation marks so you can imagine the pain when i heard words like this coming from some of the people i value the most oh also speaking of okay so the friend who broke up with her boyfriend the crazy one like oh my god (laughs) i actually think like something bad might happen to her if she's not careful because he's like crazy i don't know And I told her, like, why don't you just do it in front of her sister and be like, hey, your brother is crazy, I'm picking up with you, okay. Whatever, whatever, okay, back to the story. So we were at, so can you, so you can imagine the pain when I heard when I heard was like this, coming from some of the people I value the most, and I quote them, you don't care about anyone, you're just playing around with people's mind and emotions. Heard it a million times, you never do anything to help, also heard like sis, your life is in shambles because I'm not helping, <laughs> like your life is going on the right track because I'm helping you now, maybe, I don't know, <clears throat> okay, if you only truly care about me and my pro, if you only truly care about me and my problems, <laughs> haven't heard that one though, what are, what you are doing for me is pointless, never heard that one either, <laughs> okay just go and fulfill your own selfish desires wow being there Mm-mm. you know i love how when you actually say no to somebody and don't want to share one of your like maybe your chicken your food and something people start calling you selfish because hey you know it's your food and like why aren't you sharing with me it makes me entitled to your food you're so selfish i like okay growing up Okay, now you're gonna trauma them, so let's just move on, okay. You are very egoistical, you can't help me. (laughs) Okay, so those sentences are what made me realize that I had a real heart all along because the moment they told me that, I could feel it was hurting. Bro, our ENTPs are actually like good at writing and like, you know, putting words together, but in text form, not speech form, it's apparently not, you know? Like, I can write eroticas in your poem if I'm motivated enough. Apparently, the first poem I ever wrote was like, I wasn't motivated to go poop, but I didn't want to move because I was coming through my bed. And then I, my friend was like, just go. And I ended up writing this whole poem, like, how I wanted to go. But life told me not to go. Just live a little more and look forward to what's going to come. I don't know. I wrote it in Hindi. It was like eons ago, 2019 or so. I have it saved somewhere. Okay. Huh <sighs> now let's read another post. Oh, this one seems long and profound by Gary Lee Leeson. Leeson? Gary Leeson. Oh my god, I am stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Asking dumb questions, not asking dumb questions may not break my ENTP heart, but it will cause me great sorrow. Why you ask? Why is the one question that mends an ENTP heart? Why? Is one question that lands an ENTP had? Yeah, not how, when, where, which, what, who, or whatever. Specify or whatever specifying and qualifying questions you could ask. The why of things is the search for motive. ENTPs are the great detectives of the MBTI, and as such, they must discover and understand. Discover and understand and understandable cannot okay, add, but add. They must discover, an, they must discover an understandable paradigm, paradigm, yeah, minute, yeah for everything that moves. And uh, they must discover an understandable paradigm for everything that moves in existence. And why I could not read that sentence is also a paradigm that needs to be answered by the universe. <laughs> this questioning of the why of everything is an awesome experience is the awesome experience of extroverted intuition as the lead process as the lead process in finding value and meaning in, in existence the entp's extroverted into extroverted intuitive powers act as a lighthouse on the shore of the divine void extroverted intuition actively searching out the darkest oh my god okay Extroverted intuition actively searches out the darkest corners of the universe in order to bring the illuminating, li- illuminating light of substance to utter emptiness. The primal urge to fill the void of the empty vessel with the waters of life is the ge- generative act of creation. Okay, Life is motivation and motivation is life. When I see only static and lifeless future for an idea or actual thing, my heart breaks from a lack of attention which Some call imagination. Yep, okay. But if but one individual can see what is invisible to others, that which is seen in the mind's eye can motivate the future. Imagination motivates the foot. Imagination motivates the future, and having a future provides provides purpose and value to the knowledge of things. Knowledge to the knowledge idea or thing okay knowledge comma idea or thing okay seeing is believing and believing is merely the willingness to put an end to lack of put an end to lack to a lack of imagination i cry for a world without natural imaginative capacity of childlike innocence i cry for the loss of innocence the original garden of eden my heart breaks when I think that I am naked in the sight of God. My heart, my God is heartbroken to see me so ashamed of the gift of life I have been given. Okay, now, to translate, I don't know what the fuck to say because honestly, I forgot what, the, what was at the top when we got to the bottom and like, what, what? Okay, what? I honestly forgot and I don't know how to connect the dots because but honestly i don't want to read to it again because i don't know my brain power again <sighs> why are there like bullet points when those are so much easy to read okay i will read more from this one and then move on to another question okay so next one is by crystal evans in order to break my heart you have to worm your way in somehow and be genuine while doing it i'm quite good at body language reading and won't even let you be one of my friends more like acquaintance, more like acquaintances. If I haven't met you face to face. Went to have, oh, went to have a fun place. Universal is a block away from my, house. wait, what? I haven't met face to face. Went to have a fun place. Universal is a block away from where I live. Or even Zoom called and full body camera, okay. Um, then you have to warm your place into my heart. Ranking with my family and best friends. Then you deliver your verbal attack. Rapid dominance, tactics. Rapid dominance tactics will shatter me to my core for the first minute. But by the time you're rolling, I'll have my own attack ready. I'll probably start yelling at you back, hitting you with your secret. I'll probably hit you where you're self-conscious. Then I'll probably forget and roll over it, forgetting you exist as well. Okay, kind of like basically they're saying that, you know, you can try coming into my heart, but you can make an effort to get to know me. But if you start attacking me, I will take I will be like taken aback, then I will attack you too, and then I will forget you existed. But basically what is like, you know, us ENTPs, whenever whenever we meet new people, we're usually cordial and we are never the first one to attack. If you haven't attacked this, we won't attack you. At least that's what the healthy ENTPs think. But if you twa- if you try to throw hands, trying to be snarky like sis, you know we're better than you at being snarky or anything, you know, like bro, sis, whoever, non-binary sibling. Mm. Okay. <sighs> now, where were we? Okay, that's for that person. <laughs> and yeah, we- okay, so let me tell you about this one time. I had a customer, I used to work at a motel and i had this guy he was like staying with us he was like a manager at construction or something he was trying to get into the motel but he had problem checking in because his like you know administrator didn't you know do the pop proper booking like they booked through a third party when we just said like you just book through us directly so much fucking easier but i uh, don't know okay so they booked through a third party this guy had trouble checking in I told him, like, hey, I can't do anything on my side since it's a third party. You had to, like, talk to your boss man. And then he was angry for some reason, and then he started cussing at me. Like he was talking to his boss man on the phone, and this guy on the phone, in front of my face, in front of the open window, yelling like, well, I am dealing with a fucking idiot in my face. This guy is so fucking stupid, whatnot. I was like, bitch, what? Okay, okay, we throwing hands now? Hopefully nobody in my employer is like listening. So basically what happened is like, I let him in. (laughs) God, you know, if I post this, nobody is ever going to give me a job, not in customer service at least. But there was some mean stuff, mean exchange happening and basically, he said that I won't be here ever again, <clears throat> so he went to his room, I gave him his keys, two, like two weeks later, I am working, like it's supposed to be my clock in, and my co-worker is exchanging shift with me, she's still there, the same guy walks in, I'm like, greeting him, I'm like, hi, how can I help you, welcome to super blah blah blah, he ignores me and looks at my co-worker, I'm like, okay. Oh, okay and he checks in with her she's smiling at him and she's like okay and i was like that was weird i guess he didn't like me or something then i checked the name turns out it was the same guy who i had the you know little quarrel with What's in and quarrel but i forgot who it was i forgot what he looked like basically i remember i remember his name but i forgot what he looked like so that's why i was like you know, hi, how are you? But if I remembered, I told her like, oh my God, it was him, why didn't you tell me it was him? I would have been like, hey, I thought you weren't gonna come back, what happened? And in in my defense, at my motel job, I could tell people off who were being rude to me because you know, there were so many people who were like, not, we have a do not rent list like most hotels. most hotels have like a do not rent list where we don't rent to people who like you know stole from us and whatnot until they pay up or who have been difficult That was this one guy who literally shat on the bed like sh- shit on the bed i kid you not and this one annoying customer oh my god i remember his name this gay guy it was like four fucking a.m he wanted to have an orgy in his room i was like i don't care i just saw four people go in and i was like yo i cannot have four people in there uh i just need two people in there and you know they were gonna like smoke crack smoke weed i guess and then you know have an orgy or something but then he comes up to the window and then he's like hey so hey so i have these many people but they'll be leaving." so i'm like oh okay it's just i'm not allowed uh you're not supposed to have that many people in there and i've Honestly, you won't be able to do anything right now. I'll just have to make a note in my little notebook and then let the next person know. And it's like, wait, can you please not tell anyone? Like, here, I'll give you whatever weed you want. I'm like, bro, I don't smoke weed. And then apparently, like, you know, the owner lives next to the thing or like next to the office and they put a little napkin next to their door and they're like, uh, last time I saw you have a napkin on the door down there so the smoke don't go, like I know you smoke, I'm like I don't smoke, I just need to make a note in my thing. And you guys, I was so fucking annoyed at this point because I just wanted to go back to watching my TV. I was watching Hunter Hunter and this bitch coming up telling me like, yo, can you please snitch on our orgy, like bitch, I don't care. I want to go back to watching TV, what I was doing. Just go to your room, have your orgy leave in the morning and we will be fine. I don't care. I sincerely don't care. I have that much, like, I didn't care, honestly. It was around the time I quit, because he was a big motivation for why I quit. Okay, also, like, this dude, I kid you not, like, he had the audacity, so. On my shift, I was, it was night again. I was pooping, but then, like, you know, I had, like, grinder at the time, so he texted me on grinder like, yo, can you come to the window? I was like, fuck you, what the fuck? So fucking creepy, ew. I went to the window after like 10 minutes, you know, because I had to poop and I was like, yeah, I'll be right out in 10 minutes. Like, bro, how the fuck you creepy stalker, dude. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my God. I will never forget. He eventually hit it, end up on the do not rent list. I don't remember why, but like, you know, like mm, months after or like years after I like kind of. Went for, like, I met with one of his exes. We were gonna hook up, but he had cats, so we just ended up playing with cats, basically. And then we were just talking, and talking, and yeah. But, turns out it was one of his ex, and turns out this guy was fucking crazy. The ex told me that he was fucking crazy. I was like, I hate that, dude. So annoying, and yeah. We don't talk, though. It was just like a one-time, you know, get-together kind of thing, because, you know, get-together, I don't know, the sex time happened, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Not the next one. By no neck non neckehands. Non Heinz. Okay. My heart is broken for a while. When I think I'm making a new friend, getting comfortable with someone, cracking jokes, discussing ideas, I'm getting to know someone through their ideas, way of looking at the world, and then the temperature changes and suddenly the other person is done, offended, put off, i said something wrong, or being granting or being great grating on their nerves and that's the end i've had quite a few people not like me when i didn't really know what i'd done wrong i'm getting more insight into this doubt another heartbreaker is when i'm definitely more knowledgeable about something and someone else is brushing me aside because they are more decisive and organized I have a story to tell, it just happened recently. Just because I'm not good at putting my ideas into action doesn't mean my ideas aren't good and certainly doesn't mean everyone else gets to take credit for my ideas. But this, okay, but this might also be less of an ENTP thing and more something that happens to women in male-dominated workspaces, workplaces. I don't know about that one because Honestly, like I've had mostly retail and like restaurant shops and usually they happen to be like pretty women dominated. So I cannot play on that, like the last part, but okay, the part where it was like, you know, I'm definitely more knowledgeable about something and someone else is brushing me aside because they are more decisive and organized. Bro, I had a fight with my mom about this. So one day she was asking me about something. And I was like, I don't know, like I cannot tell you, give you information. And then I literally showed her like I made a diagram not a good diagram. I was like, I showed her, okay, she's an ISFJ, just to put in perspective. So I showed her the difference between perceiver brain and judger brain. I told her like she takes information and then stacks it down like a ladder or up like a ladder in a proper format. And that's why she can relate information better. I'm a perceiver, I'll take information and I just place it randomly in my head. And whenever I need to connect that information, I can find connections between them, but I cannot, you know, organize my, the information i have into a proper stack or order and then relay that information it's just going to be a web in my head i showed her that and she's like you don't know what you're talking about it's just like this is useless and you don't know what you're talking about you don't even know what you're talking about like okay fine moving onward i told her like fine whatever don't ever ask me about anything because i won't be giving you information And I am so fucking petty, like that was two weeks ago and like last week, maybe three days ago, she asked me like, what did I do at the college or what my major is or something. I was like, I'm not telling you. It was yesterday actually. And I was like, I'm not telling you because I told you how our brains work and you dismissed me by saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. And lady, I have done more intensive like research on MBTI than you have even, you know, thought about it because she never even heard of it until I brought it up, you know like I was like okay I was pissed at this point that's why and me and my mom like we are like fighting all the time honestly I don't know we just don't get along I guess Mm. but okay to another question since we did what breaks an ENTP heart give me one sec Ooh, this one seems fine. Just a trigger warning because depression talk. Okay. What oh, what are the three signs of a depressed ENTP? Hmm. I always believe like there's three sides to a personality type in MBTI. I forgot what they were honestly. So that was like healthy and hun- and unhealthy and then there were two in, in, in unhealthy which were like, you know, aggressive or passive. So we have past, I mean healthy and then Unhealthy and aggressive, unhealthily passive, like somebody who's super passive or somebody who's super aggressive. But more fun which with them is like you know a personality type. We have three types and like three subcategories for them. Happy, horny and depressed. So I guess here we are. I was gonna do a whole thing about you know how to tell if like what are the characteristics of a horny any sign or happy any sign or depressed any sign because When you're horny, your like, literally cognitive functions, they just stop. I don't know cognitive functions, but your rationality, it just goes out the window. Your logic just goes out the window, like, when you're horny, you just think by your dick when you're pussy. I don't know how it works for women, but guys, yeah, they just think by their dicks, honestly. Um, Okay, so, what are the three signs of a depressed ENTP? Okay, so a user called Marissa Fanny Fanny Fat. Well as an ENTP who's battling depression, here are things I've noticed that have changed about me. One, I feel a total lack in purpose. Everything seems useless and I refuse to think about and I refuse to think about anything in depth because the more I think, the worse I feel. There is no pleasure and I feel emotionless. Ooh. Two, in connection with one. Okay. I've stopped caring about I have stopped caring about appearance as much and don't feel motivated to do anything. However, I also feel the need to be busy in order to not feel down and worn out. 3. I don't talk to people as much and when I do talk now, people complain about my pessimism in darkness. are ENTP is always pessimistic. I feel like ENTPs are pessimistic when it comes to others and optimist when it comes to ourselves. Like If something is for me and I need to like talk to myself, I will always be optimistic and like at the bright side. If my friends tell me anything, I'm like well, what if this happens though? What if you got kidnapped? What if like he's not actually a good person and he tries to like drug you or something? I will be that voice on their head. Oh my God. And have y'all heard, like, whispers are louder than yells or something like that? That's a saying, like, whispers work louder than shouts or something. Okay, I don't know. It's kind of like that mentality. Okay, four, Personally, personality issues are a big one. I feel so lost in trying to figure out who I am, who I want to be, etc. I mean, it's very frustrating. Also, like, about this, so there are some people who don't understand who they are, and that's why they are, like, so, like... Interested in learning about personality ties, whether it be anagram or the big five, I mean MBTI, BuzzFeed quizzes, zodiac signs, all of that, because I guess it's just a way for people trying to learn about themselves, okay. Number five, my style changed, I only wear things on the grayscale because it suits me, if that makes sense. My movements are as, my movements are also much slower, cannot relate though. Also for me at least, I don't. Also for me at least, sorry. Also for me at least, I don't like telling people about what I'm dealing with in real life, and it's much easier to just put on a lively mask. It can be hard to tell, but pe- but hope this helps, mm, which is true. Like people put on masks all the time. <sighs> I guess I don't know. We always have this need to look strong in society because being weak is a bad thing, apparently. Mm, I don't know okay. I also feel like you know attacking somebody's weak points is useless, but attacking like Breaking down somebody's strong points is like more fun. It's just the devil in me. I guess I don't know I don't do it though unless like somebody actually wronged me on a big scale and They come back into my life to want to be friends again. I will wait like I'm a Taurus. We are patient as fuck I will wait for the perfect moment to strike and when you need me the most, I will vanish like Avatar. <laughs> I will strike you down, yes, oh my god, sounds devious of me though, like okay, it's only like if somebody wrongs me, then they want to come in my life again, to you know, use me again, that's like the only scenario, apparently I have no examples for that though, <laughs> okay, moving on, this one by Wei uh, Yen Wu. Vietnamese name, sorry if I butchered it. Okay, number one, they smile, smile a lot, even if it's an even an, an, an even an inappropriate situation. Sometimes, my be weird. you guys, I cannot help but laugh at like some serious things. It's not like that, I don't find it serious or something, it's just I can find like the comedy and everything. I don't know, maybe I am depressed and people should be nicer to me, who knows. Okay. Two, they joke about everything. The troubles included making you feel like that troubles included making you feel like they are optimistic. Holy shit, am I calling myself out? Is this like I don't know. Maybe I am depressed. No, Y'all should be nice and should worship me. Give me attention. <laughs> <laughs> they will listen number three, okay. They will listen to your story and be friendly, but when you ask about their personal life, they will change the direction of the conversation with a decent joke or stop talking. Okay, on this one, I don't know what to tell you what's happening in my personal life. Like I don't know. It's just I am moving through the day doing things that need to be done, doing things that entertain me and I'm not taking mental notes. I don't like register stuff in my memory unless it's like super fucking memorable. Like, say you went to an amusement park. I can't tell you what rides they went on because I don't remember, honestly, and I don't remember how they felt. I remember that I had fun. I know the experience that I had, but I cannot recall every single detail. Something like super memorable would be like, an emergency like if somebody got hit by a train or not train, train by a car if you saw an accident on the road like a live accident not something that happened and you were driving by it but you see two people crash speaking of you guys so one time I was driving and I saw this car like it was skidding it was a record skidding and it suddenly like it was on the freeway too it was skidding like going left and right and left and right zigzagging, zigzagging, and then it suddenly like make a sharp right and bumped into like the, you know, concrete walls that divide the intersection on the freeway. And bro, like, it looked like kind of like what happens in cartoons, but bro, that was like, it's in my memory, until right now, because I kind of forgot about it, but you know, until right now, it's in my memory somewhere. But yeah, something like that, you know i didn't know like it was procedure to pull up if there was an accident accident so i just kept driving but there was some car a cop car ahead of us and we just saw them back up so it was all okay i don't know if like they'll be okay the damage wasn't that bad i'm pretty sure it wasn't like a bad damage because nothing seemed broken and it's just like when a toy car hits a wall kind of like that basically like you know the toy car won't break but yeah that's what it looked like oh Okay, so final things. Okay, there's more signs, but they all have the same formula. That is being an A plus actress slash actress playing the Van in the pool, or role playing one of the pool. Never seen it. Okay. Okay, so somebody else named Wayne. said in my experience, the three obvious signs of a depressed ENTP are number one, withdrawal from their social. Okay, ENTPs really love to socialize, but that's how they got because that's how they get their energy. Even they're also named as the most introverted of all extroverts. But when they got depressed, they tend to withdraw from the social life because it's really overwhelmed. It really overwhelms them and takes so much energy. And that time, they also feel weird with their own selves because when they do something they love, it doesn't feel good or refreshing anymore. It makes them confused. They just want to be in their room all day and don't have any motivation. Hmm. Well, this is pretty well explained. Can't add anything to it, okay. Number two, self-blaming. I think that, I think that most of ENTPs are having great confidence and rarely think that they're wrong. But after some bad traumatic experience, they can withdraw and blame they can withdraw and blaming their own selves because of their bad habits. Blame their own selves, I guess. For the bad habits. Such as being harsh and sharp-mouthed or bad behavior, which makes their loved ones leave them. In my experience, before that accident happened, I was my own best friend and I really enjoy my own comp- my own company or companion. Yeah, they were companion. Okay. I don't think the native English speakers, but I was almost okay. Okay. But after but after accident, I have some war within me. I blame myself too hard and regret everything I did before. I hated myself for months because I couldn't accept what I did. It was really hard for it was really hard to forgive myself and accept the the impact of the traumatic experience. But thankfully I'm good with my own stuff now. So speaking on this is there so you know how like victim mentality when people think they're the victim of everything and they just don't accept any form of blame and think everything bad happened to them like is there like an opposite of that or like a culprit mentality where a person thinks that a person thinks that they are responsible for everything that's happening to them and because of that thinking because of that mentality they don't even think they deserve good things and henceforth they don't even seek treatment for that is that a thing or like shouldn't it be something like that because i know there are so many people who go through that thinking that it's their fault that bad things are happening to them and henceforth, like they think it des- they deserve the bad things happening to them because like they started the bad thing they made things wrong and this is their punishment and they need to like wallow in their punishment That should be a thing, right? I think that is. I'll look it up. Give me one second. Okay, so I googled like culprit mentality, perpetrator mentality, opposite of victim mentality, but nothing concrete came up. Like what I'm talking about. Like they just showed how not to be a victim, and like it just all pulled up to victim, victim mentality. So I guess if there like any psychologist listening, just let me know because it should be a thing. It's just not a lot obvious or not like in the light because you know they the people who go through that or have that mentality think that they are at fault and they deserve everything that's happening to them so they won't seek help for that i don't know it's just kind of sad you know okay number three can't function their daily activities i am aware that entps are messy people who can't keep their own bedroom neat every day but there would be time where we feel we feel an urge to make our bed clean the room and else when they got when they got depressed when they got depressed they really have no energy to clean their stuff everything is so so everything is so so messy you rarely can walk in their room because their stuffs are here and there they just throw their stuff everywhere when i was in depressed phase when I was in the press phase, I really have no urge to clean my room because I was so drained. I even didn't change my bed sheets for for a few weeks. I didn't know why though. I was like a zombie who tried their best to function. I tried everything that usually makes me happy, but it didn't. It was the darkest part of my life when I feel myself isn't my own self. It's like. I didn't know her anymore. It's like a For unreal, know that that is kind of sad, and I think that's a common symptom of depression, and not just exclusive to ENTPs, but like exclusive. Like it's a common symptom for everyone who has depression, and they don't feel like doing any activity because, like, struggling in their head is so taxing that they physically cannot function because you know their mental capability is broken. Okay. <sighs> so Jennifer Math Jennifer Mathers says Irritability, lack of motivation, different f- lack of motivation different than before you became sick. Loss of appetite or gain an appetite. Feeling helplessness, hopelessness, having an irrational urge to hurt yourself or others. Feeling heavy like you have chains linked to you and it's hard to move. Crying all the time for no reason. Feeling like isolating yourself from Others, especially your close family. I think most of these could be common to any personality types so or all the personality types, not exclusively to ENTPs. Okay, anonymous that, sorry for the background. Number one, withdrawal due to burnout from the mundane task, repetitive task with no passion, enthusiasm, or creativity. The state of being trapped, weighted, or stuck. Okay, extra being unappreciated for the ideas or not being recognized for the work. ENTPs work hard to efficiency and always seek, for, always seek for improvement. Also, to work in the typical nursing environment will make ENTPs depressed too. Hmm. Yeah, see, like, not many, you know, clear, like, these points could be, These points could be given to anybody who is depressed. Okay. So, we have another post by Crystal Evans. Let's see. When they drop the filter? Let me explain. I was thrown into a deep dark abyss in my mind at a really young age, a stupidly young age, 11 or 12. I stopped filtering my words. Am I ugly in this? Am I ugly in this? A friend without you. You're my friend and I hate you. You're my friend and I hate you and the only thing that Save that outfit is an invisibility device. A young crystal set finishing off her math homework. Wow, okay. Wow, honestly, who cares? It is, is it just picture? Is it picture day? Oh, wow, okay. When they are blunter, mm, yeah, okay, that makes sense. When they are blunt they have no reason to keep appearances up. They are contemplating suicide. I was thrown hard into the abyss. Oh my god thrown into that abyss. That's so sad. Oh, sorry, girl. Hope you're feeling better now. Okay. I'm going to focus on the outward signs. I used to have this. Okay, sorry. I used to have this thing where my face just dropped from a smile as soon as a, the joke's over. Now my smiles are much longer, but look at the corner of my eyes. This isn't depression, but it isn't wrinkled. They're forcing a smile. Sometimes uh, something should tick off in your brain. Okay. They lace their fingers. This, what? Okay. They lace their fingers. This is a general signal of distress slash defeated emotions. If they steep, if they stipple, S-T-E-P-E-L-E, I don't know, stipple? If they stipple, they're confident. I don't know what this means. They'll their fingers? I'm gonna look it up real Okay, so apparently lacing the finger means like crisscrossing your fingers, intertwining them together. Uh, what? Why is this a word? What? Oh my God! Just say like intertwining your fingers. Ah, so complex. Okay, they start joking about their lives more. Checking, they start joking about their lives more. Checking how they would feel. See if they see if you would care if they die. Hey, you know, and it's a self deprec- deprecating joke oh great once you suicide inside for ruining their day Lovely to see you I have an appointment with tier the boss okay boss today scuffles off Oof. less of about less of a bounce and their step walks quickly okay hold on less of the bounce in their steps walks quickly and shoulders sag hug something around the chest. Okay. reaches for the notch around your neck how women fidget their necklaces men with ties ah okay like you know anything around the neck like maybe just fixing up your t-shirt or something okay oh <sighs> okay so one last one we'll we'll finish this off over here okay so Alicia Arias said, don't know about the three signs but three good signs are don't know about the three signs, but three good signs are: number one, acting out in weird, inappropriate, impulsive ways, driving fast, etc. Can include callous, sar- can include callous, sardonic humor at others' expense, no-filter communications, or cruel practical jokes. Number two, ruminating. Okay, this is an inner sign others wouldn't notice, but a lot of but a lot of regret and ruminating and finding the word meaning or finding the wrong meaning and everything. Holy shit, I'm, I'm gonna start over here. This is an inner sign, others wouldn't notice, but a lot of regret and ruminating and finding the wrong meaning in the things. And the only common narrative is everything was perfect, but I sh- stuffed it up because I was too sarcastic, evil, clueless, hot, less stupid. God hates me, I hate God. Or it could go the other way and just become an endless ticker, tap, ticker tape of what-if scenarios or new leaf resolutions or self-justification or future faking to one's own stuff or coming up with some sort of unified theory of everything. I mean, yeah, I can see that, but I didn't know this would be exclusive to ENTBs. Honestly, I didn't even know this was a thing. Okay, But apparently it is. Like. Thing I mentioned earlier it should be a psychologist okay. like <laughs> not really that becoming OCD about a specific something or everything their height so maybe they start something some weird diet or go on a fast. their finance so they spend all their time balancing their accounts or their home they spend all their time cleaning mm, I see I guess it's because you can't really have control of what's going I think it stems from like you cannot feel secure in the world around you but so you will like try to be secure in the things you do possess kind of like that thing you know that makes no sense what you cannot be secure about what you don't have so you will be secure about things you do have and go the extra mile to take care of it kind of like that you know I don't know (laughs) okay last one okay Marsha Park Pot calls that. Running around in circles. All this shit for now. Attitude. Indulgence in everything ca- uh, causes caustic. Okay. Indulgence in everything caustic, but never so hard we die. But close. Oh, okay. We basically is We basically need someone to look at us and say, "Here, try this," because we have low ability to see options and possibilities at that point. Help me, help myself. Oh, okay oh should i do one more post okay i will do one i am like enjoying these learning about my stuff okay so this one is the last one i will only read one post about it what are entps least open about so Marion elaine d that they probably not they probably not tell you these one they lie a lot for the sake of for the sake of pleasuring or pleasing others Yep, I'm such a good person <laughs> number two, they are insecure I mean everybody is insecure though, right? okay three, they don't like being wronged publicly where they thought they'd they they do not like being wronged publicly where they thought they'd obtain everybody's applause number four, they can't just stick to one idea and be straight on point so fucking true, so hard you guys, oh my god, speaking of ideas I just found an old guitar that we have. My dad apparently won it in some contest online, I don't know. And it was free, but nobody used it because we don't know how to play guitar. So, yeah, bitches are gonna learn how to play guitar for like two seconds and then get bored and not figure out what to do and then give up. But yeah it's gonna be a process okay <laughs> number five they won't tell you that they still have lots of things to explain to others but they feel like nobody's inter- interested in listening to them number six they're frustrated number seven they feel constantly lonely oh being the most introverted extroverts that there is among the mbti type number eight they gotta be seen as strong and independent they ain't gonna talk about touchy feely stuff kind of true <laughs> number nine i think antps only talk about touchy feely stuff with the one person they are interested in like their crush and even if they know it's mutual like once added it's like a partnership friendship deep level of trust when there's a deep level of trust okay <sighs> number nine they often change their minds when they find out that their assumptions were wrong but you may not notice it right away number ten they easily jump to Jump into conclusions. Others hate them for that, but they might actually not notice it, notice it themselves. Number 11, they often belittle others. But once ENTPs see the good side of others, they actually learn to trust other people and respect them. You have to earn their respect. Now, belittle others? I think that is a bit hard. I don't think I actually belittle others. I think that I not respect them like i don't respect people it's not that i disrespect them i don't respect them it's not that i disrespect them or respect them because personally i am at the stage. at this stage i don't know them i just met them you know so i have no reason to respect them i will respect the fact that they are a human being and like every other human being i should be kind to kind and polite to them i should be polite to them not even kind polite to them because you know they have feelings and whatnot and like in turn they should be polite to me that is what i expect of strangers that i meet you know like maybe somebody in customer service or like a new co-worker or somebody not somebody i'm passing down the street you know but yeah so it's not about belittling it's just that like i don't know you so i don't see the point in respecting you like because you know what if you meet somebody and from point one you were respecting them it turns out they are a serial killer you know coming I mean, that's a strange metaphor coming from an ENTP because, you know, we will be very interested in starting the year Okay. Number 14, they are complicated. Yes, they are also confused about themselves too, but they won't tell you that. (laughs) Who isn't that? Number 15, they are emotional. Actually, many ENTPs are into art and music. They might not talk about their emotions, but they let them speak through different mediums. Mm, I'm so introspective guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna expose my stuff while exposing you know my type That's not gonna happen. Okay Oh number 16 They are humble at least they want to appear humble. They often struggle with their contradicting personalities They want to appear humble and down to earth, but sometimes it gets overwhelmingly frustrating I think the be- the need to like be humble comes from the need to fit in even though like you know we're not meant to fit in because people usually tend to go in like mingle with people that they have other things in common with and we search for that too but i feel like some people have like 80 percent interest in subject A, and then 20 percent interest in the rest of the alphabets whereas we entps we have like you know equal amounts of interest maybe like a we don't have 80% interest in a single subject and then like 20% in the rest of everything it's just like everything is at a proper amount you know like our interests are divided into equal parts and the people we tend to meet tend to be like super into one fandom and not into others like okay for example say uh you like somebody likes to cook and look up new recipes and that is their one big interest, one big hobby that they define themselves and that they take pride in. And then they also like doing other stuff like maybe gardening, maybe listening to music, watching anime, something like that. But as an ENTP, if I were to connect to them, I also enjoy cooking myself and the rest of the things. But maybe it turns out this person is only always talking about cooking and then they all have friends who are same into cooking this and cooking that that would be actually a nice fun deal to have like all of your friends and you all just cook things for each other and bring it and test that's a bad example say you like this one anime let's just switch to Bit because i actually do enjoy cooking and eating food and you have other interests too like Or maybe say you enjoy Naruto and Fairy tale and One Piece, and then this one person, they only enjoy Naruto and Naruto exclusively and think everything else is trash. And then you're like, okay, well, can we talk about something else other than Naruto? Like maybe skydiving? What if like, if you were to drown, how would you save yourself? Or, you know, what is your favorite place that you would want to die at? maybe like what is your favorite place you want to give your baby birth at not the hospital but somewhere outdoorsy i don't know something like that something abstract and maybe maybe the abstract part is the same thing about as entps who knows i just went on an abstract rant so yeah maybe 80 percent for entp is abstract and the other 20 percent is literally everything else in the world who knows <sighs> okay so number 17 they put extra effort into being a public appearance appeaser okay they, generally want to, they genuinely want to get along with everybody, but they can't. And they criticize either themselves, other people, or both, but they won't notice that, nor will they tell you that. I don't think it's they criticize anybody. It's just like, bummer that, oh my God, we're not as compatible as friends as I would like to be. So, you know, like, I enjoy doing this with you, but you only want to do this, so, that's why I will only contact you when I'm interested in doing this or when you contact me to hang out. I will be mentally ready to do that one specific thing. Kinda like that. Ha, huh, but it's not criticizing anybody. Number 18, they can be easily bored. So fucking true. They want this idea and that idea. They want to learn this and that. ENTP wants to know everything. Simultaneously, they get bored when they are forced to study long hours about the same topic. For general from general to the smallest details, so you better save your long explanation about how the world came to life, cause they might snooze in front of you after a minute. Actually, if you are open to debate about how the world came to life, and listen, I will definitely poke holes in your story and ask you questions about this, this and that, that, and maybe we can have an interesting conversation too, so don't hold your breath for that, okay? Number 19. They are living contradictions i know you understand what i mean <laughs> there was this whole post let me find it after this post again 20 some of them are cough some of them are <clears throat> lazy okay i'll add later when i feel like it which i don't think and they did okay so going back to they are living contradictions let me find this poor Give me one second. Oh, I think this is the post I was talking about. So it's like ENTB Confessions number no. seven by daily life of an ENTB. Days of an ENTB. Okay. So the post reads that the post reads as such. Okay. There's a pain to being an ENTP, it's a mix of everything, you'll fit in everywhere, yet nowhere, you're extremely arrogant, yet painfully aware of all your faults, capable of anything, yet not motivated to do a thing, witty and charming, but have low tolerance for people, great great with advice, but follow none of it, true, you're most likely a genius, but have trouble holding your own emotions, <laughs> handling your own emotions, oh my god, okay, sorry, I couldn't even do this right again. See right there. (laughs) Contradiction. Okay, you're an extrovert who needs a lot of personal space. You love being different, but hate being misunderstood. Hate being misunderstood. Have brilliant, have brilliant ideas, but lack the patience to follow through with them. You'll have more interest than anyone you know, but get bored with every one of them. You're a walking paradox. As much as that may frustrate those close to you, it's nothing compared to the sleepless nights it causes you. Oh, and this one is the one I was talking about. Oops, sorry. So, ENTP feels like the jokes of Mayor's break Okay. The post goes as such by two people the rational, unrealistic, the introverted, extrovert, high IQ plus mental age of five, the unhealthy yet understanding therapist. So, let's go on. We are the impulsive long-term planner, the optimist who just wants to see the world burn, the nice asshole, the honest bullshitter, (laughs) so beautiful, oh my god, and there is still more, which is why you go so well with INFJs, the logically idealistic, the extroverted introvert, typically brilliant and more imaginative than your average kindergarten. (laughs) Knows everything that's ever bothered you at a glance, but couldn't figure out their own tangled up uh, pile of neuroses. If, but couldn't figure out their own tangled uh, pile of neuroses. If we were hanging out over a pool of acid by our thumbs again, okay. plans out spontan- plans out spontaneous swims to the slightest detail. The better cl- the cynic with the savior complex. You won't like us when we're angry, and. We always tell the truth, but we can word it to imply almost anything. (laughs) I guess next chapter we're doing is is INFJs and I guess this was a good segue to an outro, so thank you for coming for this ENTP talk where it was I don't even know how long because um, uh, <laughs> maybe an hour or something. Yeah, I had fun though. Hope you had fun too. I enjoy talking about MBTI. It is, I don't know. It's just I find research to be such a pain. But I miss doing research for this work. And I just go Reddit as a scapegoat. Because, you know, Reddit is always with new posts. So we can always do Reddit posts. But, um, yeah. Now we can do more research. Also, I figured out that, you know, I can check, you know, one day. At a time, like one day out of every day, and make a whole schedule and do a whole script. And I actually, put like maybe four hours, five hours worth into the scripts for the whole week's schedule. And that way, I don't have to think about what to do every week, even though literally I am always thinking about what to post every day. And that's why I read it as my end clutch because by the time it's time to upload and whatnot, also speaking of upload, my messed up sleep schedule won't let me do anything oh my god uh anyways thank you for coming thank you antps for listening and let me know if you agree or not and cancel me about brought depression shows if you want to or not but you know you'll hear from me again most probably tomorrow hopefully if i you know don't fall asleep and you know forget the rest of the day ah uh, but bye bye have a good night even though it's what 413, oh my God, it's 413! I can go for a walk to a park in the hot summer heat. But you know, we're losing, we're close to losing weight. You guys, I lost 13 pounds, and I only have 20 more to go. Because okay, so originally I was like 160. That's been my like main weight for a long time. At one point I was 170, but now I am 147. So basically I lost 23 pounds, and now I only have 20 to go, and then I will be 127, which is my goal weight. And you know, it's only seven pounds more or seven pounds less till I hit like the healthy scale on the BMI. So, yay! You know, good for me. Thank you for all the congratulations. And yeah, have a good night. Thank you for coming. Bye bye and peace.